Welcome to the Copywriting Talk Podcast, where you'll discover how to use the superpowers of influence and persuasion in your business. Here's your host, the undisputed kingpin of copywriting, Robert Sean Pascoe. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of the Copywriting Talk Podcast. I'm the RSP, Robert Sean Pascoe, and I'm a little fired up today. I've got to admit, my adrenaline is still flowing, and I'm a little bit achy and a little bit sore because had an incident happen yesterday that I'm still recovering from quite a bit. My wife Jessica and I were sitting after work and trying to decide what we wanted for dinner. You know how it is if you're one of these old married couples like us where the biggest decision is always what are we going to have for dinner. So we decided neither one of us felt like cooking so we were going to go out and treat ourselves to some tacos at our favorite local Mexican place, Senior Tequilas. I'll give them a, a little bit of a plug here. It's on Dale Mabry in Tampa, Florida, the Carrollwood area where we live. Fantastic food, absolutely love it. We jump in the car, start heading that way. Now it is drizzling a little bit. It's not like pouring rain or anything, but we're stopped at a stoplight and boom, we're hit from behind by a work truck. Well, I guess I would call it a work truck. It had a bunch of supplies in it and stuff. I guess that doesn't really matter. But my superwoman wife, Jessica, actually prevented the accident from being worse than what it was because she saw in the rearview mirror that the truck was coming and it wasn't going to stop. And she tried pulling the car out of the way. So we didn't get the full force impact of the truck hitting us, but it still did enough damage. And honestly... Um, you know, just shock. I got whiplash from the truck hitting us and I already have a a back that's not too great from my years of professional wrestling. Um, you know, despite what people might tell you about wrestling being quote unquote fake, um, it's entertainment. It's a show, but it's very athletic. It's extremely physical and it's very grueling, especially when you put in 20 years like I did of being body slammed and thrown around my back is definitely not what it should be but um, we did end up going to the ER unfortunately and you know how those ER visits go spent about seven hours in the ER just to get some pain meds and basically told to go home and relax but so I slept really well last night and but today I'm just fired up and of course the kicker to this whole thing is that the gentleman that hit us had no driving license, um, not just suspended. He just did not have a driver's license. I don't know if he ever did. Um, the, the truck wasn't registered, and he had no insurance. And I always thought something like that would be an arrestable offense. I know one time in my life, I remember I forgot my driver's license at home when I was going out to run an errand. And I got to tell you, I was in an absolute panic the whole time that if I made some sort of driving infraction and got pulled over, that I was going to be, you know, thrown in the slammer. Well, apparently those are not, that's not the way it goes here in Florida. Apparently you can drive without a license, have no registration, have no insurance and injure somebody in a traffic accident and get a slap on the wrist and told to please get all this stuff 
in check which you know this is what the cop basically said to this to this gentleman and um, of course to make things worse our our insurance company basically says that you know we're gonna have to pay all the premiums and everything the deductibles because this guy didn't have any coverage it's just a crappy situation I'm not mean to go on you know bitching and moaning here that's not what you're listening uh for but i always like to tell my listeners a little bit about what's going on in my life because you know what i'm a real person i'm not just you're not listening to a robot you're listening to a real person um you know i'm married uh for over 10 years now to my wife jessica we have got three kitty cats and i'll go into more detail about our cats we had two for a long time hitch and ace and then we just adopted a new rescue kitty hemi and we named him hemi because he has the extra digit on each paw like a, a hemingway cat anyways that's my that's my little the life of robert sean pasco in tampa florida yeah, and I'm feeling fine today. I'm actually pr- probably feeling more than fine because I still have those pain pills in my system. So I'll try not to go off the rails too much in this episode that we're going to be talking about trigger points, emotional trigger points. And I thought this is extremely appropriate considering one of my trigger points is getting hit by somebody in a car accident with no driver's license registration or insurance that's a trigger point for me i was pretty peeved okay but so we're going to talk about something that's a little less of a trigger than that we're talking about emotional trigger points now emotional trigger points are those emotional hot buttons that when pressed can turn a reader into a customer And this is so important. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're crafting an email, a sales page, social media post. Understanding these trigger points is key. So you know what? We're going to get into what trigger points are and how to use them best right after this. your marketing is on life support then it's time to call the practitioner of persuasion robert sean pasco for an immediate infusion of profit pulling sales copy to kickstart the heart of your business you can even schedule a free consultation where dr pasco will diagnose exactly what's wrong with your marketing message visit worldclasscopywriting.com for the prescription you need for the success you desire Oh, and if the price is right, Dr. Pasco even makes house calls. Visit worldclasscopywriting.com right now. All right, we're back, my friends. Copywriting Talk Podcast. And before we get into the meat, into the nitty-gritty of this episode, I do want to mention that I would love to hear from you, hear your thoughts about this podcast, and to have you send me any copywriting-related questions, okay? My email address is rsp at worldclasscopywriting.com. Again, it is rsp at worldclasscopywriting.com. Send me an email, put in the subject line, podcast questions. And then feel free to ask me whatever questions you want. Send me comments, 
what I would really like to do, and I, let me let me make this point. I won't be, I not won't necessarily be able to answer every email. I won't necessarily be able to use each question in an episode. But what I would like to do is take the best questions, the ones that I feel will have the most relevance and importance to the majority of the audience, and then build podcast episodes around answering those questions. In fact, I may have some special episodes where are just listener questions answered. I think that would be fun. What do you think? What do you think? What do you what would you like me to talk about on the copywriting talk podcast? Because I really feel like this isn't just my podcast. This is your podcast as my listener. I want to hear from you and I want to talk about the things that are important for you to hear. So again, please feel free message me at rsp at worldclasscopywriting.com with your comments and your questions for this podcast. All right, so now we're getting into it. Emotional triggers. The kind of emotional triggers that will drive someone to act. So let's cover this again. Let me real quickly go over what exactly are trigger points. Think of them as emotional switches in your reader's mind. When flipped, they can create a strong emotional response leading to a decision or action. It's part psychology, part art, and a whole lot of understanding human nature. Now first, the first trigger point we're going to talk about is the desire for gain. This is probably the most straightforward trigger. It's about highlighting what your readers stand to gain by using your product or service. More than just features, it's the benefits, the improved life, the solved problems, the achieved goals. Paint a picture of success and fulfillment. On the flip side, there's the fear of loss. This is a big one, folks. It's not just about what your audience can gain, but what they might lose if they don't act. This is so important, I'm going to repeat it again. Okay, the fear of loss. It's not just about what your target audience can gain from you by buying your product or service, but what they might lose if they don't act. Humans are wired to avoid loss, sometimes even more than seeking gain. Use this carefully though. You're not trying to really scare them. You're trying to help them make an informed choice. Next, we have the need for approval. Let's face it, we all want to be liked, to fit in, to be part of the tribe. Think back to when you were in high school, junior high school, regular high school. 
I know for me, this was not an easy time in my life. And hey, I had it pretty, I had it pretty cushy. I went to a private school, but I was a bit on the, um, I guess, rebellious side in my teen years. And I had, I didn't have the best, the best uh, time going through high school. I struggled big time with trying to fit in, like trying to find a group of friends that I, that would think I was cool. And I did things I really regret now. I put my parents uh, through some hell that they didn't deserve because I was just a stupid kid wanting to fit in and wanting to be cool. Um, most of my life, I had been the quote-unquote good kid, the teacher's pet. I was always winning awards for being... The, the most behaved kid in school. Oh my gosh, you want to talk about putting a target on your back. Get an award in front of the whole school about being the best behaved or having the less demerits or less, you know, um, discipline from the principal. I actually won that award like five times in the school I went to. And you want to absolutely make yourself the most hated, disliked kid in school. That was the way to do it. My parents were, of course, super proud. But then the flip side happened when this quote-unquote trigger happened when I was entering my teens that, hey, I didn't want to be the good kid anymore. I didn't want to be the teacher's pet anymore. So I went the complete opposite end, became a rebel that was causing trouble nonstop and then caused my parents a lot of grief and I, I regret that so much I would do almost anything to go back because my parents were the greatest parents on the face of the planet they loved me so much and I loved them so much and I hate that I ever put them through something like that but you know what kids make stupid decisions right but again this trigger of the need of for approval doesn't go away when we get out of our teens. It doesn't go away when we hit adulthood. It might not be as extreme as when we were in junior high school or high school, but trust me, it never goes away. There's a part of us that always wants to be liked, always wants to have social approval. I mean, look at social media, why people post all of their accomplishments and pictures of every little thing in their life that makes them look maybe in their mind more superior to others we've all done it i've done it okay my wife and i have done it you know and we don't do it for that reason necessarily but i think deep down in our psyche it's all about that need for approval of our peers so if you can use that in your copy if you can tap into this need it is a powerful powerful tool to use in order to influence and persuade your audience. Show them how your product or service can increase that social approval, be it through status, style, or the savvy decisions that you make. Now we're moving on to curiosity. Honestly, curiosity could be the most powerful of all the triggers. In fact, according to legendary copywriter Gary Halbert that I'm a giant, giant fan of, he said curiosity trumps everything. 
And it's because we're all naturally curious creatures. And if you can pique someone's curiosity, you've got their attention. It could be an intriguing headline, a fascinating story, or a question that begs an answer. Get them hooked and they'll stick around to satisfy that curiosity. It's especially powerful, I think, in emails, in your email subject lines. If you want to get a higher open rate and a higher engagement rate with your emails, pack curiosity into your subject lines. Especially if you can combine curiosity with a benefit, that's an incredible one-two punch that will help get your emails opened and read. Now, don't overlook the trigger point that is the desire for connection. In an increasingly digital world, the need for human connection is more potent than ever. Show how your product or service brings people together, fosters relationships, or creates a sense of belonging. And now let's talk about the trigger that is the pursuit of power. This one's about control and mastery. Your audience wants to feel empowered and feel capable. Show them how what you're offering puts them in the driver's seat, how it gives them control, how it makes them the master of their domain. There you go, my friends. That's a rundown of some major emotional trigger points and how to use them in your copy. This is going to be a running theme. I will have more episodes about emotional triggers because honestly, this could be a full video course or audio presentation where we dive really deep into pushing emotional hot buttons with your audience. But for now, remember the key is to understand your audience deeply and use these triggers ethically and effectively. I'm Robert Sean Pasco, and this has been the Copywriting Talk Podcast. If you or you're someone in your business, maybe your employer, anyone needs help with writing a powerfully persuasive sales message that will increase their profits, feel free to reach out to me. Go ahead and check out worldclasscopywriting.com. Read my personal sales letter right on the front page and it will tell you in detail what I can do for you. It will tell you what customer-centric copywriting is all about. That's my specialized personal method of copywriting. And it will let you know how to get in touch with me. Until next time, please, please, please be safe out there. Especially if you're driving on wet roads. Keep your eyes peeled. Don't text and drive. And stay safe, my friends. You've been listening 
to the Copywriting Talk Podcast with Robert Sean Pascoe. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast fix so you'll never miss a single episode. Until next time, here's to putting the superpowers of influence and persuasion to work in your business.